Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. I'm Angela DeMarco. This is where you <laughs> laugh, cry, learn, and grow with some of the icky, lousy, junky life choices we've made. I'm so- And we all make them. <laughs> yes, we do. I'm sorry. I'm sitting here complaining about <laughs> being in pain. She's sore. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my legs, before we started recording. Because you made a bad life choice and gained some weight, and so now you have to work <laughs> extra hard. I don't consider hard. it a bad choice. I mean... It's not a bad choice. I just I don't understand it, why, you're, why you're so concerned about it. Well, I've always been concerned about my weight, my health, and everything's healthy. I just went and got a wellness check and all of that stuff. But, so you're okay. But I like to look a certain way. That's just me. It's just me. I know. I understand. And um, I'm not where I want to be, you know, and I don't don't like it and do you like my new pants i do like your new pants. these are my new comfortable pants they're stretchy because i'm getting fat and i don't give a fuck (laughs) but i need comfortable pants and you know another reason why i think i do care you know my boyfriend he's really working hard on working out and like losing weight and you know doing all this stuff and he and i'm like dang it I'm like, are you getting all in shape? I'm getting out of shape for you. You're getting in shape for me. <laughs> we joke around about it. That, yeah, so the it. other day he jokes around. He goes, you better not, because he's out of town. He's out of the uh, state uh, for another few weeks. And he's like, you better not be fat by the time I get home. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is? I love Easter, and but and I love jelly beans. So my son Ian and I pretty much share pretty much a bag like of jelly, jelly bellies beans. no you don't like jelly like, bellies we eat the classic the, the classic jelly bean bro- and you don't like jelly bellies jelly bird eggs no yes jelly bellies the marshmallow jelly belly no because i always end up with the you popcorn know. flavored jelly belly oh, yeah, the popcorn i flavor. can't I like the popcorn. stand the popcorn flavor really? jelly yeah i'm God, always I like love the popcorn i flavor. always i always mistake that one like for i'll be the, like oh the marshmallow for the marshmallow right and then i pop it in my mouth i'm like <laughs> <laughs> no yeah you know what you're I, expecting marshmallow and it comes out popcorn you know what i yeah. love i love the black jelly beans I love really? black licorice. I love the black jelly beans. I will just eat those all day. Do you long. love the black men too? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> that-, <laughs> that was <a> silence. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they wonder what we were doing in that I moment. I do too. Like, do they think they just started making out? <laughs> <laughs> I like the black men too. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That's hilarious. We're making you know who worry. <laughs> he ain't got nothing to worry about unless I find something on him when I have him investigated. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have him investigated. I know. We keep saying it every week. I know because it's going to happen. I'm going to do it. Good, because, you know, we'll you see. Know, we'll yeah. see what the whole hang-up is here. <laughs> There's something on He's got a dead body someplace. Yeah. That he's buried. He's got a dead body, or he's, like, or he's in a relationship a, and a whole thing right. going he's on. He's got three or four families. He's probably got one in Florida. That's why he's in Florida. That's right. And then he's got one in Ohio and Kansas. He's probably got, like, <laughs> just get, All over the he, place. Where has he traveled I'm gonna recently? I'm Colorado. Gonna Colorado. That's right. I'm going to find him. Find the whole, all the families, all your families. I'm going to find them. You hear me? That's right. All of a sudden, you're like, we find out you're <laughs> Mormon. 
from you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> probably got a black family somewhere. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> he got the idea off of Big Love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's probably listening what right now. Sister wives. You know, there was a point in time where I used to joke around. Uh, my what? neighbor in my old neighborhood. Um, Vicky, mm-hmm. we used to joke around that we were like sister wives because I was always with her or she was with me and it always seemed like, like, you know, we were sister wives. I'm like, why don't we just be sister wives? Like, I, I just feel like I could live with you. We didn't want to live with our men. We're like, we'll, we'll send our husbands. We'll live there. They can live together <laughs> and, then and we'll you. just live together. Like how perfect would that be? <laughs> and there were points where we're like, cause we didn't get along. I, I mean, I didn't get along with my husband, you know what I mean? Obviously, which is why we're divorced. Right. And, um, and she was like, ah, I, whatever with mine, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I'm like, I could totally share my, my husband cause at that point, you know, at this point in our relationship, because I was like, because I really don't want him around me half the time. So if someone else wants him, I'd be more than happy to share him. And it was kind of, so we would joke about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, which is kind of ironic because now <laughs> I'm like getting closer to his wife, his right. current wife. It's just kind of like funny. Cause kind of, so maybe we are kind of sister wives, except she's actually the wife and I'm the ex-wife. Right. Like, maybe she and I should find the two other ex-wives mm-hmm. of of my ex and get them to join our Scout and Cellar oh, wine club. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> I'd be that like, this be is hilarious. kind of like, oh my God, maybe. I mean, might, I'll run it by her. I think that might make your ex nervous. <laughs> All you guys together. Like, not the first wives club. It'd be like the four wives club. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. I don't think so. I'm just kidding. If you guys are listening, I'm kidding. We have to be funny. Well, we don't have to be. Let's be depressing today. No, I don't want to be depressing. No, I'm going to be depressing. I'm going to say really depressing things. All right. (sighs) (laughs) I can't even... I can't be depressing. I know. I'm so happy. But talking about anger or talking about exes or being in the same room with a woman, oh, well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had, uh, so I had a wine tasting at my house and I had someone there who I is a very good friend and I, I hope that she takes me up on um, talking to me um, just as a, as a coach because she knew me prior to, right? She knew me in the dirt. <laughs> so basically during my divorce and when I was going through the crap, Mm-hmm. Right, and she has seen where I was and where I am now, mm-hmm. and she kind of wanted to come not for really the wine tasting and to purchase wine, but because she needed to like see for herself, right? Right. Because she's like, I see you on Facebook and I see you on Instagram and I see what you're doing and I just you were from here and now you're here and you look so happy and all these things are happening for you and I just want to know that that's possible. Right. Because she's at that point right now where she doesn't see any, she doesn't, she doesn't see a bright side. She doesn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Right? She is in her feelings. And so we were sitting there and Julie, who is my ex's wife, was at the tasting as well because she's part of my team and I was trying to help uh, train her how to do a tasting and such. And... You know, we had taken a break because we were tasting a couple wines. We just took a break from some of the wines. And we were just kind of having a break and talking. And 
you know, she came up to me and she's like, and kind of said it loudly because she was like, and you can see the anger like in her, like she's holding on to the feelings, right? Uh And she's like, I don't know how you can be in the same room with someone who acts as a parental figure to your kids. Like, because at this point in her, in her mind, she cannot grasp the concept that there might be somebody else for her. Or for for some... her or somebody else that could possibly play a role as a step, oh, oh, gotcha. as a okay. step parent for her children. Mm-hmm. I could never do that without punching that person in the face. Like is what she was. She kind of said, right? I don't mm-hmm. remember her exact words, but it was something like, "I would beat the living crap out of anybody who like she's got so much anger." Mm-hmm. And that's not good. It's just not good. And as as a coach, I you know I want to talk to people about this because. So many people hold on to regret, mm-hmm. resentment, mm-hmm. and anger. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't let go of it, it will eat you alive. And you will never, ever get to where you need to be. I don't think people realize that. I, I don't, don't think, think pe- they do either. I think I think they hear it, yes. you know, and I don't, but I don't think they believe it. I don't right. think they believe. I think I don't know what it is about the anger and resentment that people hold on to it so desperately. Right. I think a lot of it, and I know because I did it. I held on to anger. A lot of it was for attention, mm, right? Okay. Because in my mind, I have always been kind of this, and this is, goes along with belief, right? Um, I needed people to believe. That I had a right to leave that motherfucker, right? Because there were so many, there was a lot that went on with my divorce. Like, obviously divorce is a two-way street, right? Sure. But Brett was blaming it all on me. I was blaming it all on him, right? Of course. Now, that's you, normally how it goes. Okay, exactly. You know? Right? So bam, 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 bam. You know, but yeah. it's a two-way street. There was a lot of stuff that happened in our marriage that led to the symptoms of what caused the final, the finality. Sure. Whatever that was for either he or I, it doesn't even matter. You know, like Brett would say, because I, I did have an affair, right? Mm-hmm. The affair was caused by a bunch of crap that went on prior to that led to that moment. But sure. it was because of resentment that I even had the affair. Sure. I wanted to get back at Brett like no one's business for being on Chicago Fire because he was doing what I always wanted to do. And right. he was also doing what he always wanted to do, and I freaking hated him for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, but he, you know, he would have considered that as that, you know, the reason why our breakup, I considered right. something else. But So we were angry. But I kind of held and, on to and it. And neither one of you is wrong, and neither one of and you is right. And neither one is right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But I held on to that anger because I wanted to make sure that everybody, like, almost sided with me. Sure. For that divorce. Yeah, you did want to, that. To paint him as the bad guy and to feel sorry for me because it helped me get through it. Yeah. Which isn't right. No. And but that but but you're but not alone. Moment, everybody almost everybody wants that. Exactly, right? And so the benefit of holding on to the anger was that I got that attention. And I was able to get a bunch of moms on my side who were going through the same thing that, like, I hate that motherfucker too. You know, it, it, like, it almost was like a negative bonding experience. Yeah, that's exactly what But it what it kept me in was this constant state of anger and resentment and everything that mother, like, I, not anymore do I call him this, but I used to be like, everything that motherfucker did just pissed me off. So if he did that, and it was like, it was like a, a, like a domino effect of 
anger and it almost like fed mm-hmm. some kind of fuel that kept stuff going but it was oh, always yeah. negative it kept me in a very negative spot mm-hmm. and nothing positive ever happened mm-hmm. i kept getting a negative relationships everything around me was negative i was going into a negative bank account like all this stuff was negative yeah yeah, ne- negativity, it, it attracts more negativity. Exactly. So, yeah, so the more negative you are, the more negativity there is in your life. Exactly. Somebody needs to tell my ex-wife this. Right, okay. Because <laughs> I don't know why she's still so angry, but okay. Exactly. But sh- there's a benefit. There's something she's getting from holding on to that. Oh, you're probably right. The attention. Yeah, is or the, something. Is that other people are on her side uh-huh. against me. Mm-hmm. And I think that really fuels her. And she hates you, so to see this fire of other people hating you, like, that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? It just feeds this fuel. However, it's feeding the wrong energy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you'll never get out of it then. You'll never be better. You'll never find a better relationship. You'll never find anything, because you're holding on to so much crap, it's It's going to feed through everything. She actually lost another job. Exactly. Yeah. See? So this woman was like asking me at my wine tasting, well, how did you get let it go? How did, how did, you know, and I'm like, you have to. She's like, I don't see myself doing it. I get that you don't because you're holding on to this benefit of what it's doing for you right now. Mm -hmm. But you're sick and tired of your life. You don't want to be where you are. You're looking for this great man. Number one, because she's always like, where do I find a good man and blah, blah, blah. And I want, and I wanted to say to her, but we're at a wine tasting, so it wasn't in the same effect. But I was like. First of all, you don't want to be with a man right now. The worst thing you could do is jump into another relationship True. because you're going to treat him exactly the way that you and everything that's wrong with because yep. you're you've got this belief system that every man sucks and blah 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 blah. So yep. you're going to find a man that's going to confirm that for you. Yep. Subconsciously, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And you've got all this anger that you still haven't released that that's going to bleed into your current relationship. It's just it is. Right. You know, you're negative, so. That energy, like, even, I, I always talk about, when I was holding on to that, and Brett was holding on to that, it was ruining his relationship with his current wife, because, like, it fed into her, and then she was on a Facebook campaign against me, and that caused problems with them, because I would find out, and then I'd go back to him. I mean, it was like a constant circle yeah. of negativity. And, and drama. And drama. It's just all drama. Oh, my God. So I told her, I said, you gotta let it go. The only way to do it is by forgiving. And letting it go. Making peace with whatever it is you're... Here's the thing. Well, you know what? Real quick. Yeah, no, I think, I think I think one thing is to realize that he also has a perspective. Mm-hmm. That obviously is not going to be the same as yours. That, there, that you did things, he did things. It wasn't just him doing everything. Yeah, he may be a total fucking prick, asshole, motherfucking son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee you that there were things that you did as well. Right. And the, not, I'm not saying that, that if he treated you badly that you deserved it because of the things you were doing. I'm just saying that nobody's perfect. No. Nobody is perfect. So I can guarantee you that you did some things in that relationship that weren't healthy for right. the relationship. Right. All I'm saying. Right. So And whatever he's doing... That you're angry about right now, whether he's bringing multiple people in front of the children or multi- or calling you a bitch or, you know, name slamming you. He's doing it because he, too, is holding on to anger and you guys are feeding each other. off each e- other yes. that anger. And until one of you stops, 
it's not going to stop. You know what I mean? Right. And sometimes even then it won't stop. Right. Because I mean, you know, because I I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I said I I chose at one point to only respond to my ex-wife with nothing but love. So Mm -hmm. it didn't matter what she said to me. Because first of all, I was at a distance. I, it, you know, when when she called me names, and everything in the marriage that was that was much different. I reacted much more strongly. But now I'm like, now I'm at a distance. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I'm I'm realizing you're just going to hang on to that anger. You're going to be angry, and it's going to make you miserable. Right. You are going to be miserable. Yeah. So I so I stopped being angry with her because I'm like, she's she's literally never going to let go of it. Right. So she's going to be miserable for the rest of her life. Yeah. She, she, yeah, she's going to be miserable. She's going to be stuck, and she's never going to get where she wants to be. Yeah. She's never going to reach her potential. I started responding to her with nothing but love. It didn't matter what she said. It didn't matter what she called me. I just, I would say, I understand, or I love you, or something like that, and just and just let it go. Because there's, there's no, what is she going to say to me after that? Exactly. I mean, because <laughs> after I say, I mean, it, it pretty much shuts them down. Mm-hmm. Now, it might flame their fire. It might get her more upset. But at least you're at peace. Exactly. And you can move on. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I think a, it also, is a release. And also letting go of, like, that control. Yes. The impact of control that she has over you if it lets you affect her. And, but he also has it over her if she's still hanging on to that and is angry. Exactly. So once you let go of it, then you realize the power... You feel powerful. Exactly. If you're able to let it go. And you'll notice that once you let go of the person who's controlling you with it, like, right? Once you let go, they start spiraling out of control. (laughs) Right. Right. The more controlling someone is, the more out of control they become when you give up the impact that they have or their control over you. Yes. The more that you're like, look, I can't live like this anymore, you know? And, and this is, you know, how I got rid of my anger, honestly, was, and my resentment was Brett and I had a, a come to Jesus moment and a moment of forgiveness a couple years ago where we're like, we need to forgive each other. Yeah. Because if we don't, we can't move on. And at that moment, I felt like 50 pounds had just been released off of me. We, mm-hmm. I cried. From that moment on, he and I can talk on the phone. Uh, I have a relationship with him. I'm obviously in business with his wife. We talk a lot. Um, you know, the kids are at peace. Nothing but positive. Talk. It's nothing but positive thing. Now, can that happen with everyone? Is it possible that this person who came to my party, that her ex is mentally ill? She's tried, you know, I think he has a mental illness of some sort of bipolar or something like that. Okay. Is it possible he will never be able to grow up like that? Of yes. course. Is it possible he'll never get help? Is it possible? Yes, it is. It is. However, you still, as your person, are in control of your feelings exactly. and how you take care of things. Exactly. You are let. You have to let go. And I don't care what they're doing. You have to pay attention to your impact and what you're doing to yourself. Mm-hmm. Your anger is not hurting him. Exactly. What the, what did they say? Holding on to anger is like drinking poison, expecting the expecting other person to die. Expecting the other person to die, right? Yes. It does more damage to the vessel which it's stored in than the, right? Yes. To that which it's poured. Okay? Yes. Um, well, listen, you being all profound and shit. I think that was Mark Twain who said being that. Being all profound and shit. That's right. But like, 
anger, holding on to that anger is only hurting you. It's making you sick. It's put, you know, making you tense. I could tell just by seeing her that night, she's so tense. I mean, that's going to affect, (laughs) it's going to affect your, your health. It's going to affect your habits. You have to let it go. Even if the other person isn't sorry and keeps trying, you have to find a way to move on. If you don't, then this will continue. Then you'll be miserable. You'll be miserable the rest of your life. I mean, you'll never who wants be to be happy... angry all no. the time? Forgiveness is a huge key to that. You know what? Forgive the other person. Even if they hurt you and they're not sorry, forgive him. He doesn't know what he's... Maybe he's mentally ill. He's trying maybe. to get back at you. Forgive him. He doesn't know a better way to deal with whatever he's dealing with right well, now. He, well, with a lot of times with men... Is they don't know how to express their feelings, right? And we and the only way they can, yeah, mm-hmm. and the only way they can do it really is to act out. Mm-hmm. And so, it, yeah, so that's a bit that's a big. But you can only control you. Mm-hmm. You can only control how you respond to that. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to feel powerful, find a find way. Find a way to, to take control. Take control and let, let it go. go. And you have to forgive. You know what? I forgive myself for being in this relationship. I forgive myself for acting like this. I forget. Like, let it go. Do release techniques. I am going to, you know, there are so many release techniques that you can even Google where you can Mm -hmm. do like mantras every day. I release your control over my energy. I release you, you know, just release that because holy cow. It's not going to get you anywhere. You know, right. I asked a question on Instagram the other day. I was like, how do you talk to yourself? I don't think people recognize their thoughts impact their behavior Yeah. subconsciously. Like, for example, I'm, I'm very happy, and so I keep talking about how happy I am with the person I'm with right now, and that I wrote down what I wanted, and I actually think I manifested, like, what I wanted, and he appeared. No, that does okay? work. Okay, and it works, right? That does work, Absolutely. Yeah. I did the same thing. Yes, and... Everyone's like, I wish, or I have one guy who's like, I wish. Now, this is the kind of guy that's always like, nobody ever wants me. I'm like, listen to yourself speak. But he doesn't want to hear me say these things. But I'm like, listen to your mindset. How are you talking to yourself? Mm-hmm. I wish. You need to change your mindset from I wish to I will. Right. I wish means that you still, somewhere in your mind, don't believe you can have what you want. Exactly. Which means you will never get what you want. Right. If you sit here and say, well, I don't have money, so I don't think anybody's ever going to want me because I don't make a lot of money. then you're going to find people who will confirm that belief because you're going to find people who are focused on money. Yep. Because you're focused on money. And then you're going to subconsciously make your whole relationship about that money thing that you're going to make them leave you because of the money. Right. And you don't even realize it's because that's how you think about it. Yeah. But if you think to yourself... I deserve to have a relationship. I deserve someone who's going to love me no matter what. You know? Right. It's, it's so funny because, you know, my boyfriend, I think I make more money than he does. I don't know. Right? But it doesn't but I matter. But th- I don't even ask him. That's the thing. It's not true. I don't even know how much money he actually makes. I've never asked him how much money he makes. I don't care because I love him. Right. Right? And sometimes I can see he has a hard time with that. Like, sometimes he'll talk to me and he'll be like, I don't know why you love a loser. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're not a loser. You're like like maybe one of the best things that have ever happened to me. Don't ever call yourself a loser 
ever again. In right. My, and I say that. Don't ever. Like, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And this person who always says, I wish or I will, they hold on to this stuff. It's like, what are you benefiting from that? That mindset. Because you're clearly lonely. But you're holding on to it because you're getting a lot of, oh, you'll find somebody, blah, blah. Is that that attention you're getting? Mm, you need right. to change oh, your mindset. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. Do you really want a relationship? Then you need to change that mindset. Right. Do you really want to get over anger? Then you need to change you, not the other person. You can't, you know what I mean? Right. But but that's what I was Because kind you'll of attract the right person if you Once are thinking you the right go. way. Yeah. Then you'll attract the right person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I did that too. I wrote down. I wrote down exactly what it is I wanted. Right. Um, and I got her. Yeah. And we divorced, but... Right. <laughs> I but still now, got her. Right. But now you've got something else that can transform that you need, you know, or want. Uh, but like... Huh? I've got what? Now you can transform to something else that you need. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? You know what I mean? Um, I thought I was seeing somebody that I didn't know. No, but it, you can. You can manifest it. But, yeah. you know, that's very important. And, and it made me think about, like, the book that I'm starting to submit to different presses that I wrote. And, it, you know, what got me thinking about it was when somebody said, you know, what inspired me to write my whole book was this, a, a man saw that I was having all this trouble and he's a social worker. We went and had coffee and he goes, you know, this is when I was having the affair and all this stuff was going to shit. And he goes, Angela, what do you do when you invite people into your house? Right? And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, I'm asking you again. What do you do when you invite people over to your house? And I'm like, I don't know. Levi, I clean my house. He's like, exactly. <laughs> you cannot expect somebody to come into your house and it's messy. When it's a mess. How do you feel? That's good. How do you feel when you walk like into it. someone's house and it's a mess? You're uncomfortable. You don't want to stay there. Right. You got to leave. You got to clean your house. How do you clean your house? You got to let go. And if you can't, you got to learn to let go. And if you can't do that, then you need help. Yeah. Don't think you can do it on yourself. Don't think you, you know, maybe you need a therapist. Maybe you need a coach. Hire somebody to help you get rid of those feelings. And people will say, but I can't afford. No, you can't afford not to because you're messing up your life. Believe me, five years ago or three years ago when I decided to go, two years ago it was when I decided to finally get certified for coaching. I was in the worst debt state of my life. I didn't know how I was going to pay for my freaking groceries. There were things that I was paying for with ca- with change, okay? Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, I can't afford that, I started going, okay, how can I afford that? And I started breaking it down. How can I come up with an extra $300 a month to pay for my certification? And two years later, I figured out how. Yeah. I did it. If I would have said I can't, then I'd still be sitting in my house going, you know, probably working part-time as a teacher and working part-time as a bartender trying to figure out what the hell to do with my life still because I didn't take the step to figure out. You got to let it go. Yep. Figure out how can't. Stop talking to yourself like you can't. I am, you know, Um, and let it go. Otherwise, this stressful little creature that you came, that came to my party, you're still going to be. It's true, and you don't want to be that way. No. So. And I know where I'm you totally are, though. Relaxed, though. I know where you are, though. Now you know what I mean. But you know, oh, how right. can I be at peace with my with my ex husband and you know his wife sitting in a room with me? Because I'm at peace with everything that happened, and I let go of all the past. Can't control the past. And, and it's gone. It's, it's gone. It's done. There's nothing I can do about it. There's no reason to hold anybody responsible for it. Like, it's just happened. It, there's things that happen. One of my friends said, and she, 
I, I think I might have mentioned this before. She's been in some pretty shitty relationships. But she said, I can't be mad at them because I know I'm partially responsible. responsible. So I can't be mad. Mm-hmm. And she she let it go. You know, she let all that anger go. Yeah. And that's how I did it with the last thing I had. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've, like, people are like, do you still talk to him? I'm like, once in a while I can because I've let it go. I, I can't say he was a bad person. He put it all out there. He was very forward about what he expected and what he wanted in life. And I went along with it even though I wasn't. And so can I be mad at him for that? He never lied to me about what he was doing. I fully was aware of what he was doing, who he was with, where he was. I knew what I knew. So can I sit here and be angry? I held on to some anger for a while. I like to blame it on him. I tried to make him out to look like a piece of shit. Was he? No. No. You know what I mean? Right. Is he messed up, kind of? Yeah. Yeah. You know, would I like to live his life? No. Do I want those relationships? But you got to let it go. You know, it's the only way that you can be at peace with anything. That's all. Hmm. (laughs) I wish I knew more words than just let it go. I know. Because I could have underscored you. I wish you could have underscored me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anywho, uh, comment, if you guys have questions or you are holding on to something and you can't let it go and you're thinking, I might need to talk to a coach, why don't you just contact me at either a new chapter uh, with Angela at gmail.com or look me up online at uh, a new chapter with Um you're on Facebook too, right? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. So just follow a new chapter with Angela. If you really are searching for someone, I can give you a complimentary session where we can discuss what might be holding you back and maybe get you a program started to actually let that go. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Or if you have any questions about a bad life choice or anything else, what do we? How do we get a hold of us, Jamie? At IckyLousyJunkie at Gmail dot com. That's right. Or on Facebook. Or Instagram or, or Twitter. Twitter. We're all over the damn place. We are place. all over the place. Look for our smiling faces. That's right. And if you if you're like all tired from listening to us and you need some wine, go look up Angela from Vine to Wine for some clean crafted organic vegan wine. That's right. <laughs> well, thanks, Angela. Thank you, Jamie. This has been the Icky Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. <laughs> Have a great life. Have a great life. <laughs>